Hello, listeners. This is Alicia. Thank you for tuning in to yet another exciting and informative podcast from us at Infosys VPM. Today, the topic is digital banking here, now, and for good. And to talk about this, we have here with us Saurav Ghosh, Senior Industry Principal for Digital Banking. Welcome, Saurav. How are you? Thank you, Alicia. It's nice to be back here. I'm doing good. Saurav, online banking and digital banking are two terms that sound very similar. Could you clarify whether they are the same? Good question, Alicia. Um, There are differences between the two. You know, uh, we sometimes use words and concepts a bit loosely and interchangeably and even merge them, uh, right? To the extent that they occasionally lose their intended meaning. Online and digital banking constitute one such example. Uh, To start with, Let me talk about online banking. Um, Online banking focuses on digitizing the core aspects of a bank, such as deposits, withdrawals, fund transfers, bill payments. Um, It helps users conduct banking transactions through the internet. As such, um, it handles the essential aspects of a bank through the internet and the use of a physical branch is still prevalent in this scenario. On the other hand, if you think about digital banking, It's about digitizing every program and activity undertaken by the bank for its customers. To explain it in more detail, uh, a digital bank is an organization that offers banking services entirely online, which were historically only available at a bank branch. It essentially automates new as well as the traditional banking products and services, such as deposits, um, withdrawals, remittances, and bill payments through electronic interactive communication channels. Fundamentally, what it does is it removes the hassles of all kinds of paperwork, such as checks, pain slips, demand drafts, which are largely present in the online banking paradigm. Digital banking also provides a high level of process automation and web-based services. Uh, It may also include um, APIs, application programming interfaces, as we call it, which enable cross-institutional services to deliver banking products and transactions. It enables users to access financial data through desktops, mobile phones, ATMs. Saurav, thanks for clarifying that for our audience. Digital banking may appear to be table stakes in the banking industry in this post-pandemic virtual world, but was it always like this? That's a very relevant question, Alicia. First of all, um, while I'm not a millennial, I was also not actually present when the green shoots of digital banking emerged in the 1960s with the ATM machines and cards that were often dubbed e-banking in a lot of countries. Then in 1994, Online banking was built into Microsoft Money, which uh, some of us may remember. And you saw thousands of households immediately accessing their bank accounts online. In 1997 and 1998, uh, respectively, I think we saw the launch of the first digital-only banks in Canada and in US. In Canada, it was the Tangerine, and in US, it was the first internet bank. With the proliferation of faster internet connectivity, what we knew as online banking suddenly emerged as a viable option and it further evolved to the modern digital banking. Um, As of 2020, over 76% of individuals use online banks on a regular basis. So what in your mind are the distinct traits of a truly digital bank? 
Remember, every digital bank, both uh, digital only and traditional banks uh, doing digital right, uh, are different. Firstly, let me tell you what does not make a digital bank. A great looking online banking site or an app? No, it doesn't. A digital bank needs a fundamentally few things, right, which I'll explain now. First of all, I think 24 by 7 invisible banking, as we call it. As the name suggests, um, services offered by banks should be able to provide an anytime and anywhere experience without needing the physical presence. What it means is no filling of paper forms, no queues for anything. For instance, banks are now doing eKYC using voice, video and biometrics. As we say, for digital customers, there shouldn't be a queue. Uh, the second point about data aggregation. I mean, all of us know data is oil, but the question is who is using it effectively? Successful digital banks provide highly personalized financial products and services, leveraging spending patterns, repayment obligations, income, age, and other data, thereby elevating the customer experience. Uh, I'll give you an example. A bank in Slovakia has launched a third-party application for mobile onboarding, and it claims that it is doing 75% faster than standard bank operations. Using machine learning, neural networks, and biometrics, the images on identification documents are matched with uploaded photos of the customers. And using customer device cameras, the biometrics technology scans customers' eye movements, um, facial features, and light conditions to authenticate their identity. Third would be open banking. Uh, we spoke of data aggregation just now. Open banking is the plumbing of data aggregation, um, whereby banks obtain information of their own customers from different vendors, like that of a retailer or an utility company. Uh, the fourth one, and okay, definitely not the, the least important one probably, would be uh, PSD2, all right? Your second payment services directive. Security is the next attribute to focus on. New age security is characterized by multiple layers, two factors authentication, um, identity verification, facial recognition, fingerprint scanning, and voice recognition. Um, our own comprehensive yet modular set of services um, called Live Enterprise from Infosys equips organizations with intuitive decision-making automatically at scale, um, actionable insights based on real-time solutions, anytime, anywhere experience, uh, in-depth data visibility across functions leading to hyper-productivity. Uh, Live Enterprise is building connected organizations that are innovating collaboratively for the future. Partnerships are a key for the large traditional banks to evolve into digital banks. What, in your mind, are some of the key capabilities to look out for in such alliances? Yes, um, there are a few aspects to consider in partnerships. Let me elaborate. Um, seamless onboarding. In 2020, um, a hopping 63% of customers in Europe studies show abandoned their digital application process because it was too cumbersome. In 2021, onboarding customers must be simple and straightforward. Um, mobile first, uh, that's the second one. Uh, smartphones are going to be the fastest growing platforms for banks. Uh, today, a staggering 69% of European customers think mobile-first financial providers. Um, the third one, um, Gen Z focus, as we call it. Uh, we need a partner who understands what Generation Z wants. Every Generation Z alive today is younger than Amazon, let's remember. 
and for them there was no time before the internet uh one stop shop customers want one stop shop capabilities right you have savings travel insurance electronic gadgets and tax customers do not just expect their account balance uh, the last one uh, most important of all regulatory compliance when compliance to gdpr compliance to psd2 mifid2 and any other regulation that may come along uh, compliance is expensive and a solution partner that makes it cheaper and more flexible is going to be worth billions if we were to crystal gaze what are some of the digital financial innovations that could disrupt the market in the next couple of years uh honestly i can't say for sure and that's probably why they will be disruptive um it could be market decentralization caused by blockchain p2p combination uh it could be tech companies doing digitization or even the global open banking platforms uh moreover i mean maybe all of this is just a background for a real disruption to come that none of us know at this moment um let us also not forget the challenger and new banks who probably are as small as a facebook and google were years ago uh, one thing is for sure banks are no longer incompatible as they were before the digital age and that to me is the real world of opportunity for anyone in the industry and that's what keeps us all on our toes and awake Sarav, it was a brilliant and very informative discussion we had. It's clear that digital banking is here to stay and will evolve more so in the new normal. Very exciting times ahead. Thank you so much for joining us today and speaking about such a diverse topic. Uh, it was indeed a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me. Dear listeners, if you enjoyed our podcast today, please don't forget to share and like it on social media. Our social handles are mentioned in the podcast page. The podcast will be available on various platforms like Google Podcasts and Spotify, in addition to our website. Also, if you have any queries, do reach out to us through the email address on the podcast description. Watch this space for more exciting podcasts coming up. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Stay healthy and socially distanced. Have a nice day.